Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's April the 15th of 2021. Uh, Today, and this is kind of a cool thing for me, and I don't really want to harp on it a lot because to some people who are younger, they might just think it makes me sound old. Um, But today, I celebrate 19 years of working for this group of radio stations. Wow. Which is crazy how that time goes. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. It still feels like the excitement of my first day. Yeah. I was on our pop station down the hall and, and all that 19 years ago. We did this tax deal on April the 15th. That was my big debut. Like, how do we want to debut this guy? How about on tax day? So I officially started on the air April the 15th of, uh, what year was that? 2002 here. So it's been 20 years of radio, but 19 uh, with this group right here. So that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I want to say to all of you who think, oh my gosh, 19 years, that sounds like a long time. I was just born or something like that. Well, I don't need your rocking chair. <laughs> uh uh-uh. I don't need your rocking chair. I don't need it. Did you ever told or you Medicare? Ain't me, y'all. I've testosterone. I've still got me on my back. <laughs> I do. There's no hair, don't mean a thing. Wait a minute, on the chin? I do my oh. rocking mm. on the stage. This is bad. Can't put this possum in a cage. Oh no. You should nickname me an animal. The possum. Well, no, I can't be George Jones's nickname. <laughs> well, I don't need this rocking chair. So if you were going to name me after an animal, what would you think I would be? Like, he was the possum. <laughs> And I'm not even sure, maybe somebody knows, like, why was George Jones the possum? Hmm. Because those are kind of known to be gross. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to go there. I don't want to do that to you. You don't want to hurt my feelings today? Correct. Would it be a cute, cuddly animal like a little koala? You know, maybe it could be a koala or maybe like a sloth. Ooh, I like that too. That yeah. ma- That kind of makes me sound a little bit lazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So just call me the sloth. The sloth. No, no, no. The po- what did I say? Not the sloth. Uh, the koala. The koala. Brandon, the koala. I like that the best. Okay. So I'll be your koala. Not your koala, right. but everybody's Everyone koala. Everyone else's. Gotcha. Yeah. So again, today is April the 15th. Today would be tax day, except for this year because of the pandemic. Uh, we don't really know what's up with the taxes. I can't remember the date. It's like June or something. Or maybe May. Yeah, that. I don't know. I don't know. Mine are done. I got my money back. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's also National Laundry Day today, which is a Gosh. day that all women really love to celebrate. It's every day. It's I, every day. Yeah. Don't my wife spent started. my wife spent all weekend trying to get like the the closet in order. And like literally at this point, all of our laundry is done. And she was like, Do you realize how many clothes you have? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Do you realize how few of those clothes I actually wear? You just throw them in the laundry hamper so you don't have to put them up, like my kids, don't you? Uh, Possibly. Mm-hmm. Also, National Titanic Remembrance Day. This was the day the Titanic had its issue. Uh, National Banana Day, Spiral Sliced Ham Day, High Five Day. High Five. Get to Know Your Customers Day, Rubber Eraser Day as well. So hmm. lots of things we can celebrate today, but nothing more pressing than my 19th anniversary. So I am accepting gifts today and on Wednesday on my birthday. So thanks for waking up and starting your day with us. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading a message on Facebook a few minutes ago and I didn't tell you, but it kind of made me tear up for a minute. So if you want to read something really sweet that somebody wrote about me being here and and doing this for so long, uh, Amanda Carmen wrote something really sweet and I wanted to acknowledge it. Uh, here on the radio because it is really sweet, but mm-hmm. I can't read it on the air because I no, cry through. Yeah, 100% he would. <laughs> um, so it's really sweet. And I'm going to cry anyway. <laughs> Let's do something different. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 2004, and Kenny Chesney and Uncle Cracker had the number one song in country music on this day. Because when the sun goes down, we'll be grooving What happens when the sun goes down here in Arkansas? 
The mosquitoes come out. Watch out. All day long, just taking it easy. Laying in a hammock where it's nice and breezy. And sleeping off the night before. Because when the sun goes down, we'll be back for more. When the sun goes down, we'll be grooving. When the sun goes down, we'll be feeling all right. When the sun sinks down over the water, everything gets hotter when the sun goes down. Some Kenny Chastain Uncle Crack. I remember this song. I was a huge fan when this came up. And it was so revolutionary for an artist like Uncle Cracker to be featured in a country song. Not so revolutionary today. But back then, in 2004, like this really was breaking the mold of country music. When the sun goes down, Chastain, Cracker. We'll do the hook one more time here in a second. This old guitar and my dark sunglasses. This weak concoction is smooth as molasses. Nothing to do but breathe all day until the big moon rises and it's time to play. When the sun goes down, we'll be grooving when the sun goes down. Feeling alright when the sun sinks down over the water. Everything gets hotter when the sun goes down. We'll be grooving when the sun goes down. Feeling alright when the sun sinks down over the water. Everything gets hotter when the Kenny Chesney, Uncle Cracker, When the Sun Goes Down. It was number one on this day in 2004. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, y'all. Thanks for having us on. 19 years of doing morning radio for this radio group. Are you still tired? Uh, I've been tired for 19 (laughs) years. Man, I'm telling you, whenever I retire, I'll have to catch up on sleep for at least... I don't know, three or four years straight. Anyway, thanks for getting up and starting your day with us. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Colton Underwood. So Colton was a bachelor back in 2019, and Colton was the one that was famous for being the one that still had his... His V card. Yep. Okay. Well, yesterday during an interview with Robin Roberts on Good Morning America, he came out as gay. Here's Colton. I've ran for myself for a long time. I've hated myself for a long time. And I'm gay. And I came to terms with that earlier this year and have been processing it. And um, the next step in all of this was sort of letting people know. I'm still nervous, but I'm like the happiest and healthiest I've ever been in my life. And That means the world to me. So Colton admitted that he's known this since he was a freshman in high school, and he spent most of his life either fighting it or denying it. He also apologized to the women who were on the show that competed for his love. Do I regret being The Bachelor? And do I regret handling it the way that I did? I do think I could have handled it better. I'll say that. I just wish I wouldn't have dragged people into my own mess of figuring out who I was. I genuinely mean that. Colton also sharing a message for Cassie. It's hard for me to articulate exactly what my emotions were in going through that relationship with her was because I obviously had an internal fight going on. I'm sorry for any pain and emotional stress I caused. I wish it wouldn't have happened the way it did. And it's wild because what, I, what I've seen on this is Cassie had no idea this news was about to come out. Gosh. So she basically gets the alerts on her phone and social media and stuff like that. And she realizes the guy that she was after has now come out. And he's also working on a Netflix series to document his new journey, as they would say on The Bachelor. There you go. And gotcha gossip on Nikki Bella of the Bella Twins. You can look, but you can't touch. You keep dreaming on the stars above. 
If you saw the Bella Twins over the weekend at WrestleMania, you might know why some people thought that maybe Nikki Bella was pregnant again. Well, some people don't keep stuff like that to themselves and they take to social media and make those posts to the point where the celebrity, i.e. Nikki Bella, felt the need to respond. And she says she is not pregnant again. Let me give you the quote from Nikki Bella. She says, and I quote, no, my dress was baggy. And with the number placement and being super bloated from travel and hormones because milk is coming to an end, I totally look it. It is what it is. I had abs in the day and a little belly at night. Hashtag mom life. So Nikki Bella says that even though some people thought that maybe she was pregnant with baby number two, that is not true. And speaking of Nikki Bella, we got you gossip on her ex, John Cena. Pull on WWE for a second. So he was heavily featured in a new trailer release for the upcoming Fast and Furious movie entitled F9. And it looks like John is playing a villain named Jacob Toretto, who has a major link to two of the main stars, which is Vin Diesel's character Dominic and Jordana Brewster's character Mia. Uh, Here's here's Fast and Furious. The franchise debuted in 2001, and this is the ninth film that they have done. So it's become one of the most successful action movie franchises of all time. And now with John Cena in it, too. Also, uh, in addition. In addition to F9, John is also set to star in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie and the Peacemaker series on HBO Max. There you go. And finally, gotcha gossip on Cardi B. Hey, I'm district in the As I said, Cardi B. I don't dance now. I make money moves. Y'all, Cardi B. So, here's what we know about Cardi B. Cardi is bringing back the 90s. So, she's teamed up with Reebok for a new 90s-inspired clothing line. So, for those of us who were alive during the 90s and maybe in our formative years, this is going to look amazing. It's called uh, the Summertime Fine Collection. It launches next Friday. It's going to have athleisure wear, accessories for women, children, and stuff for guys as well. Some of the items include like a cropped sweatshirt, which was a big deal. They have high-rise leggings, a two-in-one bodysuit. They have new sneakers for women and some shoes for guys. These are called the Men's Club C Shoes. Also, some shoes and some slide-ons, some slides for young boys. You were telling me you already ordered some crop tops. You know, I used to wear those in the 90s, and I thought, you know, now's a great time to bring those back Uh again, as we've discussed, Forever Young. Uh, Cardi says, I'm so happy to be releasing my first collection with Reebok. I drew a lot of my inspiration from growing up in New York in the 90s. I use those moments as inspiration to make beautiful clothes for women today. Again, it's called the Summertime Fine Collection from Cardi B and Reebok, and it launches next Friday. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the 15th day of April. And As we mentioned, as we kicked off the show this morning, today I celebrate 19 years with this company, with this radio group. So Wow. It's kind of crazy. Shout out to Kevin Box, man. He was the guy who who brought me in, Dave Ashcraft, 15 years ago. No, 19 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's just crazy to me. Mm -hmm. So anyway, have some good news. There's a study that has figured out how many times we will pop pimples in our lifetime. (laughs) I think some more than others. Of course, some more than others. Some people, like my brother, are psychotic about it. What, he enjoys them? Oh, he'll look for them on his family. Like, go hunting for them. He does? Like, pimple hunts, yes. It's it's disgusting. That is kind of over Mm -hmm. the top. I remember, because I had, like, I was pretty good for most of my teenage years, and then I hit, like, one little phase where it got bad, and I'm like, my mom was like, we need to get you to the dermatologist. Mm-hmm. And I remember being scared to death of the dermatologist. Why would you be scared to death of the skin doctor? I don't know. I was scared of every doctor, but the dermatologist, what were they going to do to me? Yeah. Were they going to scrape my face? Oh, or like kind of burn it. Yeah. Cause, oh, you've seen that stuff mm-hmm. too, right? So they say, and let me give you the average, uh, the average woman will pop. Why don't you give me a guess? Pimple wise in a lifetime. I don't even know. I don't even know how to do that. Um, 
Give me any number. 800 times. 800 times. No, Kelly, you're way short. You're like five times short. In their lifetime, the average woman will pop 4,153 pimples. (laughs) See, but I guarantee you there's more people that will pop more than that. Well, maybe your brother. Mm -hmm. The average man will pop 3,800. And they say the average person, if you look at it, based on year, ends up being about 65 pimples per year. Hmm. So Kelly and I had planned on uh, doing a little deal today for social media, photos and videos. And uh, actually, we planned on this all week, but every day this week, Kelly forgot. So today, when she finally (laughs) remembers, Brandon, this is true. When she finally remembers and she comes in and she's dressed up to go, I come in with a little pimple over here. On I my, don't even on my lip. see it over here. No, I had to cover it up. I oh, tried to cover it up. Oh, gosh. It? Yeah, it's kind of has like a nodule underneath it. It looks like a nodule. Come here, let me get that. No, let's not do that. But again, <laughs> man, look at your numbers. The average woman, 4,153 pimples in a year. The average man, 3,800. Celebrate and get it popping. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. If I were to give you a list of things that you shouldn't do on Zoom, I would think that appearing without your clothes on on Zoom would probably be near the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I would assume that most people are very careful right. before they join a Zoom in a state of undress. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I did see a story today where some people think that maybe people can't see them. Like they think their camera is off and they sit down in a hurry to join a meeting and all of a sudden, you know, the weird thing is about Zooms is not everybody wears pants during the Zooms. And I figured this out when Kelly was Zooming. That is not true, Brandon. Take it back. <laughs> He's sitting there smiling at me. Guys. It's not true. <laughs> no, it is true. She got up to go to the bathroom and evidently she was already prepared. No, you're not. So there was a guy in Canada. He's uh, he's a part of the law up there, right? His name is William Amos. He's a lawmaker. Uh, he was on a legislative meeting oh. on Zoom, and he just got back from a run. And I guess he thought that he was sweaty and wanted to change before everybody else got in the room. Uh, and he took off his clothes. When he took off his clothes, he was kind of there in his office, and there were the Canadian flags. Mm-mm. And he was being connected while he was in the buff. So the people who were already in the Zoom room saw the boom, boom. (laughs) Now, some people speculate that maybe quite possibly that he knew because the way things are positioned. Let me show you. Does he dance or anything? No, He didn't dance, Kelly. No, that would give it away. Yeah, I know. What do you think? Do you think he had any idea? See, we have one woman over here, a legislator. And she's looking down. And dude is walking in. It says connecting because he's connecting to the Zoom. But, I mean, he's right there. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say he did not know. How embarrassing, though. That's a headline. There's your, your lawmaker, your legislator right there. And he's, he's showing. poor family. showing the boom boom on the Zoom. You got to be careful with stuff like that. And then it gives me these thoughts, because as we talk about this, have you ever heard how like a hacker can get into your uh, webcam or your phone on your, like your camera on your phone? Yes. And they can hack in and look at you? I have heard that. Have you ever put a piece of tape over your webcam (laughs) camera? No. Because what if, you know, you're in there and like you're listening to some music or you're watching a TV show, like you're watching The Office on your laptop Uh and you decide, hey, I'm going to change and become more free. And there was somebody looking through your webcam. I, that's it's terrible. There was that talk with the iPhone too that they had one of those updates and bugs they were trying to fix because like people had hacked in mm-hmm. and figured out how to get into your camera. Mm. So you never know. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a little piece of something to cover all of my cameras. You should just in case. Yeah. The last thing we need is images of me <laughs> like that walking through my office or something. Not a good one. Be careful on the Zoom, man. You got to be careful. Nobody wants to see the boom boom on the Zoom. Just telling you. Well, most people don't. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you just hit your knee? What did I kick? Here I am. Don't make any noises. Just let people hear your voice. Y'all, he gets mad at me when I when you can hear me breathe. And no, he just that's made not the true. Biggest noise. Here's what Kelly does. If if we want to go in, that's it. <laughs> 
That's it. One hundred percent. She makes every. Oh, can you hear that? You mean you can? Y'all, hear he's that? super sensitive though. No, because I'm thinking there's people in the car. There's people who have headphones on. Listening I'm just letting to the them podcast. know I'm here. Yeah, hey guys, she's, I'm here. she's yeah. She always wants to make sure to get her stuff in, <laughs> even if she's got nothing to say. Oh, hush. She's gonna be in the background making noises you or something. Hush. Most of the time, can I give you what it is? Because most of the time, it's not necessarily your hands doing that. It's my face. Most of the time, she hits I, it with her headphones yeah, or her face. It is. Like, she'll look around, and she'll be bopping around to music, and then, bam, smacks herself, almost knocks herself out. It's true. Blacked a couple eyes before, yeah. so. Anyway. You want me to get past that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Full Please. disclosure, man. We're, we're very honest on this radio show. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 29-year-old guy named Justin showed up drunk at a woman's house in Castleberry, Florida, and asked her for help. Why? Because his grandma kicked him out. Well, the woman didn't want to invite him inside, so she nicely offered to give him $100 for a hotel. Well, instead of taking that $100 and going, uh, he threatened to set her house on fire. Oh, my God. So she called the police and he drove off. Well, when the cops found him, he was sinking in a pond. As he was speeding away, he hit another car, lost control, and wound up going into a retention pond. My gosh. I know. So when he swam back to the shore, he was arrested. He's been charged with hit and run, driving under the influence, and reckless driving. But speaking of swimming and going back to shore, uh, that reminds me of the time I got to swim with dolphins. Ooh, really? I heard that's extremely expensive. Well, if you think swimming with dolphins is expensive, you should try swimming with sharks. It cost me an arm and a leg. Oh, oh my gosh. My apologies to anybody who's dealt with that. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to April the 15th, what would be tax day if this were like a normal year. Yeah. Of course, it's not a normal year and your taxes aren't due today. But I do remember 19 years ago on this day, April the 15th of 2002, I was actually outside of the post office and we had a car out there. And when people were able to come out um, and pay after paying their taxes, because a lot of times if you got a return, you know, you did your return early, like in early February. Yeah. You sent your return, got your money back. But for those people on April the 15th, most of those people were having to pay in, so they waited until the Mm -hmm. last minute. So people are leaving the post office, and they're mad because they're filing their taxes, Mm -hmm. and they need to be postmarked and all this different stuff. And it was just different back then. And people got to come out with a sledgehammer and beat up this old car (laughs) and take out their frustrations. And man, some people who paid, you know, a thousand bucks in taxes would come out, and they'd be like, can I go for the glass? Bam! And they'd bust the glass of the car. I can see that making people feel better. And that was my first day on the radio for uh, this group of radio stations. Of course, at that point, I was on the pop station. I was coming off of uh, you know my wrestling career and uh, one year in radio. And then all of a sudden, hey, would you like to do mornings on the pop station? I'm like, sure. <laughs> and it's okay. funny what that turned into. You know, you're like, wow, all those years later. Because in some ways, I mean, I can still remember that morning. I remember the the nerves of getting ready to get on the air for the first time. And, it was Rob Butler and, and Ryan James at the time who were the hosts, and they were welcoming me in as like the third wheel because eventually Ryan James was going to kind of segue out. But I just remember being there going, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I have no idea. And those guys had such great chemistry, mm-hmm. and they knew what was going on in timing. And here was here I was. Like, what was I going to add to this? Yeah. And it was really wild, but it was uh, 19 years ago today. And again, some of that stuff feels like it was yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. I can still remember the excitement of pulling up here and getting the offer and like the first contract and stuff like that. I can still remember being outside of the post office and so many of those, those uh, milestone type moments, but it's the stuff that goes on day to day, you know, and you're like, wow, I can't believe all of this stuff has happened. If I would have journaled and I know it sounds silly, Mm -hmm. but if I would have journaled the 19 years and the stories and the moments and the laughter, I mean, it would be a heck of a read. It would be incredible. (laughs) So for anybody who doesn't kind of keep track of life like that, I don't know. It might sound like, oh my gosh, I'm a guy and that sounds kind of girly to keep a diary, but call it a journal, call it just memories or things you want to remember for the rest of your life. Yeah. But I wish I would have done that Mm -hmm. because it's weird. I'll see somebody who I haven't seen in a long time who either we work together or 
we had some experience together at some event or something like that. And I instantly go back and can remember those things. Mm-hmm. But like I can't actively think of everything yeah. just sitting here this mm-hmm. morning. But for everybody who was a part of the journey, for some people, you've been there the entire ride, which is crazy to me that you've put up with me for this long because most people don't. Well, and I listened to you when you first started. So yeah. I've been listening to you for a long time as Isn't well. Weird? It's yeah. just crazy like that, that that's been uh, 19 years. But as I said this morning, well, I don't need your rocking chair. I don't need it. I don't need your rocking chair. Oh, I got a man living in the spotlight. This gray hair don't mean a thing. As Kelly said, no, that's your goatee. <laughs> don't blink. Just like that, you're six years old and you take a nap and you wake up and you're 25 and your high school sweetheart comes to us. Was I 25 when I started? Golly wow. crazy. How many early mornings it's been over 19 years? <laughs> Can I stop doing that? Your sleep has been messed up for a long time. Oh my gosh. I should look 90. But I'm half Japanese. Okay, a quarter Japanese. You know, the one thing I take with me, though, is as we go and we think about these 19 years, is really all of the memories. Through the years. Oh, <laughs> Somehow he always has to get this song in. <laughs> Your song to me. The sweetest uh, <laughs> found Okay, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. You know what? It's everyone that has listened to you. It is our song to you, Brandon, from these 19 years. Oh, crazy. Man. Still in my glory days, right? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> this is my glory days. Because this guy, even at this age, bald, tired, I'll stay forever young. Some pictures from 19 years ago. I'm going to share. I look like a baby. I'm like, I thought it was so cool. That's a headshot. Wow. Oh, y'all are about to see a good one today. That's funny. So, anyway, we celebrate 19 years today. Kelly's been here for, what, almost six of them? Yep. You're almost like at record levels. Wow. (laughs) How have you done it? Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, April the 15th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Chandler Milligan, who is a fourth grader at Melbourne Elementary. Chandler's turning 10 today, so happy birthday. Listens every single morning. Happy birthday, Chandler. Hope you have a great day. Uh, also celebrating today, Doug Bruce of Rogers, Arkansas, celebrating Trisha Barnard of Stuttgart. Sean Fanning from Springdale celebrates Isabel Ori of Jonesboro. Dottie Cook of Pocahontas. Shannon Magic celebrates a birthday today. Carl Garner from Wynn. Ashley Dacus of Jonesboro. This says love from your work sisters. Landon Lucas. A sophomore at Corning High School, 16. This says love.
from mom, dad, and your little brother Lane. Brittany Bennett of Imboden turned 17. Judy Whitford of Jonesboro celebrates today. Ashley Simpkins of Sedgwick, 28. Eli Holcomb from Harrisburg is turning 6 today, so happy birthday. Steve Chapman from Wynn and Burke Burkle of Stuttgart celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Maisie Williams is 24. That's Ara Stark on The Game of Thrones. Emma Watson is 31. That's, I never can say her name right. Hermione, sorry, uh, Harry Potter fans. Um, She played that character in Harry Potter. Seth Rogen is 39. He was on Superbad and Knocked Up. Let's see, we have Ed O'Brien from Radiohead, who is 53. See if you remember this. Radiohead. That's Ed from Radiohead, 53. Emma Thompson is 62. That's Miss Potts and Beauty and the Beast. And Linda Perry is 56. And Chris... So Linda Perry's done a bunch of of really big songs, right? She's a songwriter and a Mm -hmm. singer. Let me give you some of the songs that she made really big. There was the Christina Aguilera hit, Beautiful. I am beautiful, no matter what they say. There was the Pink song, Get the Party Started. And Linda Perry was behind the song, What's Up? by Four Non Blondes. Happy birthday to Linda Perry, who turns 56 today. And a big happy birthday today to Chris Stapleton, who's 43. Happy birthday to Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton, 43 today. What about this? And what about Stapleton? He's got the the new song, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. It's all about our states. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Chris Stapleton, <laughs> who turns 43 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, y'all. We appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. The ACM Awards are coming up on CBS on Sunday, a big night for country music with all the big performances. We've already told you a number of awards have been handed out, like the ACM Award for the Best New Female Artist, which went to Gabby Barrett. The ACM Award for the Best New Male Artist went to 
Jimmy Allen. And now we know who won video of the year at the ACMs. Congratulations to Kane Brown for the video to the song Worldwide Beautiful, the video of the year. You're missing every color If you're only seeing black and white Tell me how you're gonna change your mind If your heart's unmovable We ain't that different from each other From one to another I look around and see Worldwide beautiful A great message, a great video there. And again, congratulations to Kane Brown the ACM Award winner for Video of the Year. Blake Shelton put a couple of videos on Instagram that are pretty entertaining. He had cooked a huge piece of meat in his smoker on the back deck. Well, he left to go grab something, and when he came back, there was a possum up where the meat was feasting on it. Oh, So Blake posted two clips of the possum encounter. The first is where he's actually eating the food. And in the second one, he's petting the possum. So it's the possum is perched on the railing and Blake is just petting him on the head and the possum's just sitting there. But Blake's caption says, at least I made a new buddy. Also, I don't recommend petting wild animals. It just so happens that I have the vodka reflexes of a rattlesnake. <laughs> there you go. So it's out oh. now. Just search Blake Shelton on Instagram. I don't know about petting a possum. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. That yeah. doesn't sound like the best idea. So Carrie Underwood, is she ready to go back in and record some new music? I mean, it's kind of been a, a big season for Carrie. She did uh, her My Gift album, which was released right around Christmas. It was her holiday songs. Then she did her Christian album, My Savior, which came out just before Easter. And she says that uh, doing that during the pandemic really kept her busy in a very uncertain time. But it also sparked an interest for what's left in the tank as far as new music. And she's ready to go back into a room with the writers and begin to kind of flesh it out and see what's there. So Carrie Underwood plans on working on new music in 2021. Brett Eldridge spent his day on the Ellen DeGeneres show singing his new song, Good Day. Now, recently, Brett said that this song has morphed from a message that he needed to hear at the time to one that he feels that we all need to hear during this era of masking and social distancing and really heightened stress. Here's Brett Eldridge on the Ellen show with his latest, Good Day. It's going to be a good day. I don't know why, but it feels like love's coming my way in the sun. Brett Eldridge, good day. It's out now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is April the 15th, and today in pop culture in 1955, a man known as Ray Kroc opened the very first McDonald's restaurant in De Plain, Illinois. So originally, Ray Kroc was the guy who sold uh, milkshake machines mm-hmm. like he sold the machines and he saw uh, that this business uh, that was coming up uh, they were thinking of this McDonald's restaurant thing and he thought hey this really could take off and he was able to go and sell the idea of opening up these restaurants all across the country the restaurants are now McDonald's wow. so that's a pretty big story that was in 1955 when they opened the first McDonald's restaurant uh, today in pop culture in 1957 Jerry Lee Lewis released a song that many people will think is very familiar. Oh, yeah. It's 57. Today in pop culture in 1974, Leonard Skinner released their second album. The album was called Second Helping, and it featured this song, which has become a staple Leonard Skinner hits. Today in pop culture in 1977, Kenny Rogers was number one on the country chart with Lucille. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. With four hungry children and a crop in the field. Today in pop culture in 1989, Tone Loke's debut album, it was called Loked After Dark. It hit number one on the Billboard 200. Of course, the album Loked After Dark featured this one. Let's do it. It's wild thing. 
makes me think of Charlie Sheen, the movie Major League. Wasn't it Charlie Sheen? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he Wild Thing? Uh-huh. He'd come out to the mound yep. to this song. Was his name? Ah, should I say? Nah. Something Vaughn. What was it? I don't remember. Did you never see that movie? Yeah, I saw it. Oh. It's been a second. I was going to say, I've seen a movie you haven't I know. seen. Working all week, not a five for my money. So on the weekend comes, I go get live with the honey. Oh, yeah. Rolling down the street, I saw this girl when she was pumping. I wake my eyes, got into the ride, went to a club, was jumping. Go, Luke. Introduced myself as Luke. She said, you're a liar. I said, I got it going on, baby doll. And I'm a liar. Come on. Took it to the hotel. She huh? said, you're the king. I said, be my queen, if you know what I mean. And let's do the wild So ride. that song is called The Wild Thing. 1989. That's wild. So today in pop culture in 1995, the Dave Matthews Band appeared on SNL for the very first time. <clears throat> they did a couple of their biggest hits. That's Ants Marching. They also performed this one. Why would you say Today in pop culture in 2003, Kelly Clarkson, her debut album called Thankful was released. It featured the song that she did at the end of the season of American Idol when she was crowned the very first winner. Kelly Clarkson's debut album also featured this hit. Miss Independent. Today in pop culture in 2008, Capitol released the self-titled debut album from a band at that time known as Lady Antebellum. We'll call them Lady A now. Uh, the album debuted at number one on the Billboard Top Country Charts uh, deal, which was the first time uh, that a country group ever achieved that, which was a big deal for them. And I still remember those first songs that came out. They were so much fun. But I ain't got a heart for this was on the debut album. This was on the debut. And this one was on that album too. How about baby? We make a promise and not promise anything more than one that complicated situations only get worse in the morning light. Hey, I'm just looking for a good That's 2008. And uh, today in pop culture in 2018, Carrie Underwood was performing on the ACM Awards. And she debuted her song, Cry Pretty. You can pretty lie and say it's okay. You can pretty smile and just walk away. Pretty much take your way through anything but you can't cry pretty. Today is April the 15th. And that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you missed our chat with the new A-State head football coach, Butch Jones, it's up on our podcast. All you have to do is search Brandon Baxter in the morning, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, The reviews so far, like people really enjoyed it. Well, basically we're best friends with him now. I think so. Um, I showed up at his house last night. He was about to close on it. He told us. Of course, yeah. Uh, He didn't let me in, but uh, he did wave through the window. That's nice, yeah. And then pointed behind me at the blue lights, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, but legit, he was uh, a lot of fun. And and if we were going to be fully honest, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we kind of had our our management people here going, oh, be careful, don't say anything offensive. He's a new coach. And they kind of talked us down like, oh my gosh, what do we do? You can only ask these questions. Yeah, basically we had to submit a list of questions and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, we got him on the phone right before we went on the air live. And we're like, hey, this dude, we're just going to talk. Yeah. And maybe it was a curveball to him a little bit. 
I don't think so, though. Because he just talked back. Yeah. He was really sweet to mm-hmm. us. My favorite thing that he said at the end of the interview was, uh, out of his entire experience in uh, in this area so far, his favorite thing was talking to us. Yeah, it made us so, feel good. Then I thought he was lying about that. So I checked in with Kelly Dampfus from Arkansas <laughs> State, the chancellor. <laughs> just to make sure that he wasn't just lying to you. Like, hey, is Butch good? He's like, no, he loved it. So good, good stuff right yeah. there. Coach Jones, Butch Jones, new coach uh, of Arkansas State mm-hmm. football, if you want to check out. The full interview, it's like 25 minutes, and it's not like for those of you who are like, oh, I don't want to hear a whole 25 minutes just about football. That would be me, guys, and you will like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not just about football. Yeah. I mean, we talk about football, but really it's about life. Mm-hmm. And I was telling other people, I'm like, my deal is when we interview people, I don't want it to be about like necessarily what they want to promote. Like, yeah, that's a part of it. Yeah. And we're going to talk about there's a spring game coming up on Saturday at Arkansas State. At the same point, I want you to believe in the people that we talk to. I want you to understand who these people are, what Mm -hmm. makes them tick and their family and what they like and stuff like that. And I think that's what we got to highlight with Butch Jones, which is probably, which is probably different than what, you know, a lot of people talk to Mm -hmm. him about. So anyway, it's up on the podcast. Also, if we want to recap, because one of the things that we kind of talked about on the show yesterday was that, that Kelly was going in for her second dose of the COVID Mm -hmm. vaccine. Went in yesterday and I am feeling great. And I think it's because of the pep talk. Who gave you a pep talk? Well, I kind of gave myself a pep talk. And I did it out. You're going to think this is funny, and this is 100% true. Okay. I was driving to go get my second dose of the vaccine. And and everyone's been saying, now the second dose, it's going to get you. It's going to hit you like a no, ton of bricks. not everybody. And then, well, just, just you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when you got yours last week, you came in the next day and you're like, I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. Yeah. My arm's a little sore. But I'm telling you, about 830, your eyes started getting glassy and you went, Kelly. I don't think I feel good. Do you think it's just me thinking that? And then you really started, you started kind of getting a little bit more pale. Mm-hmm. Throughout the morning, you started, you it, yeah. yeah, declining a little bit. Yeah, and it, was, it wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't like my wife who was sick for, she said, three days. Like, she was, and I talked okay, to her. Of course you did. Of course she was sick for three days. Uh, the only person in the history of the vaccine that- sick for three days. <laughs> we have Brandon. a medical miracle at my house. But here... <laughs> I just kind of felt puny, kind of. And I yeah. felt like I just want to rest. So, well, on my way there, I was like, all right, body. And I'm, I'm driving. I'm on Southwest Drive and I'm driving. And I say, all right, Kelly, you're about to get hit with something that is going to, you know, it's going to make no, your body feel no, I don't feel want weird. you to tell me what you said. I want to, you to reenact it. I want to hear how you said it. I am. Because I know you didn't just go, Kelly, I know. You are probably like amped. Well, Let me put some background music uh, yeah, like you're driving. Maybe there was some music on. So... You're driving yeah. down the road. You have the radio going. And I'm like, all right, Kelly, KP, you're about to get the second dose of the vaccine. Everybody's saying you're going to go down. Everybody's saying you're going to get sick. Everybody's saying that you're going to be in the bed for two to three days with chills, but not you. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know ahead of time. This is coming. It's going to feel weird, but you're going to be okay. And I want you to be positive about it. And as soon as it hits your, the bloodstream, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be okay. That's what you told your body. Yeah, I, out loud, I was saying it to myself. Now you realize you do want a physical response because that means that well, <laughs> that your body is reacting and you're building the antibodies. Does that mean if my arm's sore that I'm building antibodies? I'm not really sure if you have no other reaction. Now some people have no reaction. You're telling me here we are. This is almost 24 hours after the shot. Nothing in 30 minutes. That's when you felt yours. So like my my. My time for this morning yeah. to, to feel something. I don't know why, because you're so much more sickly than I am. No, I'm not. But I'm basing off. I'm basing it all off of your time. Like I'm gonna. I feel great right now. So I can if go we out make and run it. a marathon right now. But Kelly, you couldn't okay. run a marathon yesterday. Okay, maybe not even a lap <laughs> around the track. <laughs> but I would start with a good attitude. Um, right. I really feel good, and I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep saying that all, right. all morning. No, you look like you feel good okay. too. Do me a favor. Let me see if you can still do physical activities. That is not. Get up and give me is, ten jumping jacks. I did not make you do that. No. Gosh. What? Brandon Baxter in the morning. So uh, Kelly got the second dose of her COVID vaccine. We're mm-hmm. still trying to track and see if she's gonna have. Any effects? So you got your vaccine at 11, right? Yes, was 11, 11? 15, yeah. Okay, so basically the same time I got mine mm-hmm. last week. And by 8.30 the following morning, I kind of just felt achy. And I was like, hey, I think I'm going to work you know, up until around lunch and then mm-hmm. go home. And then I felt great the next day. Like, And literally that made me think my body is working. Yeah. 
like your body we think is working, but we're not really sure. Right. My arm is sore. But other than that, I feel great. All right. So you have a few more minutes until we get to 830. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you think you're going to be able to say you're all clear. Uh, no I effects. <laughs> so we were going through our DMs a second ago, and I realized somebody has sent us a vaccine playlist. Yes. And these are like maybe for you today as you're mm-hmm. trying to pep talk yourself and, and build yourself up to not feel sick, or maybe somebody's going in for the first dose or their second dose of the vaccine in the next couple of days. Vaccine playlist. Tell me if these songs make you feel any better. That kind of acts like you're talking smack to the vaccine. You don't want to do that? You don't want to trash talk it? <laughs> no, I don't want to trash talk it. Just in case it comes back on yeah. you? I mean, we're looking at the idea that maybe when you get the vaccine, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Here comes the sun. Lady Gaga sings about the cure. What about, you know, we've heard about the vaccine. What about Jolene? Jolene, Jolene, vaccine, Jolene. There you go. Please don't take him just because you Again, this is a playlist of songs. As you're headed to get the vaccine, right? You're celebrating at the end of it because yes. if Kelly gets to 8.30, she's going to feel like it's a party. All I want to do is put a drink in my what? hand to fill it up. Oh, yeah. I'll throw it down. Oh, yeah. I got a 40-hour week worth of trouble to drown. No need to complicate I'm a simple man. All you got to do is put a drink in my so evidently, there's like 7,700 vaccine playlists on Spotify alone. That's on there. One of Kelly's favorites anyway. We're celebrating. Do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? It's like I told my wife, we can feel sick for 12 or 24 hours and not have to be nearly as concerned. Because you had to be a big shot. Kelly got the big shot. And I thought out of all the songs that were on the playlist, I wanted to kind of end on these two, right? You feel pretty good about the vaccine? I do. You mentioned when you went in for your first dose of the vaccine that it felt like when you walked in, everybody was excited. Yes. Because it felt like they were about to be done with this. Yes. 100%. Same thing yesterday. Yes. Everybody was in a good mood and it just felt. The vibe was just good. It feels like you're almost kind of yeah. freeing yourself a little bit. Yeah, and we have a lot of, a work, of work to do, but it still was a great feeling. Yeah, and you want to celebrate? Yes. You want to get up and, I don't know, you want to dance? Yeah, I want to dance. feel good i'm feeling good 15 minutes until you started feeling bad should we keep going i mean i'm gonna say yes This needs to be on your vaccine playlist. I need a man who'll take the 
shot of the vaccine but that makes you feel better right there doesn't sure it Sure does all right so kelly's feeling okay after dose number two maybe the light is there at the end of the tunnel if you go to spotify you can definitely find a bunch of vaccine playlists she's a walking talking encyclopedia here's <laughs> kelly perry's did you know on brandon baxter in the morning <laughs> did you know katie perry's mother once dated Jimi hendrix what? Yeah. I thought she was from a family who was very much involved in the church and everything. Well, she that could have happened later in life, but she once dated Jimi Hendrix. He was known for kind of being a little bit of a party animal, right? That's true. Some that's, people change their ways, though. That's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Did you know, and this is great for you, the sounds from crunchy foods are actually tiny sonic booms because the food is breaking up at the speed of sound. So what you're hearing that you can't stand are little mini sonic booms. Listen, I want you to take your sonic booms out of here. Because you have what? I have misophonia. Oh, yeah. Oh-oh, misophonia. Yeah. Oh-oh, misophonia. Okay, I don't, yeah, well. All right, and, oh, here's another good one. What? Or crazy one. Did you know the day that Michael Jackson caught on fire while he was filming the Pepsi commercial was literally the halfway point of his life? Get this. It happened 9,282 days after he was born, right. and he died 900, 281 days after it happened. Try that last number again. 9,281. Oh, did I not say that the first time? <laughs> I think it was <laughs> 900, 200. <laughs> um, I'm also dyslexic and, and I'm serious. <laughs> it has nothing to do <laughs> but with I'm still the saying number. it. It has nothing to do with the and number. And guys, for some reason, if you didn't know, <laughs> now you know. Evidently, she doesn't know either. <laughs> Leave me alone. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So uh, we told you earlier today there was a dude, a uh, lawmaker in Canada, who had just gone out for a run and was about to join a Zoom. He hits the join thing. He doesn't think his camera's on, and he changes clothes. <laughs> I feel like he watched an episode of This Is Us because Randall on This Is Us is in um, politics on yeah. the show, and he accidentally started undressing and dancing after his run, and people saw it, and it went viral, and he was all embarrassed. And I feel like this guy watched that episode and was like, Randall got all of that attention when he went Zoom you know, live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. Yeah, but the guy went uh, full on, you know, like he was... <laughs> He didn't have undies. Okay. It was, uh, you know, the full-on boom-boom on the Zoom Zoom. Yeah. He just he displayed it all. I was reading this stuff this morning, and it was talking about how eight, uh, 85% of people who are going in for cosmetic surgery right now are going in because of what they've seen of themselves <laughs> through Zoom technology. That is so true. So, you know, a lot of people didn't, like, here's the, let's be truthful. If we're going to take a picture, if we're going to do a selfie, Right. You kind of have your pose. You kind of know where your arm needs to mm-hmm. be. You're not guessing after you figure it out the first time. So you're seeing a side of you that you typically think is probably your best side. Right. OK. Yeah. That's how you pose. Mm-hmm. You're going to pose. It doesn't matter if there's 15 people in the picture. If you're taking it yourself, mm-hmm. guess who is going to look the best? You are. You are because you know how to take it. Everybody else is just in the same picture. But on Zoom, you know, you can't really control it it's because the camera doesn't lie. And I wish the camera lied and only showed me what I saw, what I thought I looked like. They should have started with filters. Zoom should have filters where everybody looks like they don't have any wrinkles, yeah. you know, all that. Yeah, but then you'd have the politician who showed up in a Zoom meeting and he couldn't turn off the filter and he was like a cat. Yeah. Right. In yeah. a political meeting. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, though, people are going in, they have what they call Zoom dysmorphia. And they're looking at themselves and going like, oh, my gosh, is that what people see? And because of that, they're going in to get cosmetic surgery. Ooh, it does make sense, though. Yeah. Because we Zoomed. Uh, there was two different times where we Zoomed. And it was weird because when I first saw it, before I ever connected with you, I saw what I looked like. 
and it's, you know, what is it? Five o'clock in the morning and I'm going, oh my gosh. Yeah. The you, lighting and, and all the different stuff. You hated it so much that I was in my basement with barely no lighting and you had our ring light on you just so I could see you. No one else saw you but right. me. And he's got the ring light on. But it would just brighten up and, oh. and cover up just enough. <laughs> yeah. That's why you use it. So do you want to have anything done? Do I want to have anything? Yeah. Uh, n- no, I'm not brave enough to do it. Mm. I had one shot of Botox one time in this little spot between my eyes. Mm-hmm. What do you call that when you kind of snarl your nose up a little bit? I forget what it's Is called. Is it called a peak? Is it a peak? Something like that. Something like, I don't know. But I had that. They gave me one little injection. And I'm like, ow, that hurts. <laughs> Stop. And then, because I've talked to different people who do, you know, either Botox or what's the other type of filler they use? Because I used to. Do oh, um, search the D. Wrestling? Disport. Disport. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, I have no idea what I name dropped just now. Uh, but anyway, so they were talking about, hey, we could do your forehead. Like, you know, so when you raise your eyebrows, you don't see any lines. And then I said to them, I'm like, I just don't know <laughs> if that's good when you have no hair. Because if I oh, raise my eyebrows. Hang on. And nothing else moved. I would look like a giant bowling ball. Uh, you know Wouldn't it what? be weird? Maybe a little bit. Like, I don't think you can do that. You'd have to look up some celebrity bald guys that have maybe had a little bit of work done to, to see how they did it. You think The Rock does it? Because he can still move his eyebrow, though, for the, yeah, the people's sure eyebrow. I, I don't know. Am I doing it? Uh, not like The Rock, no, but kind of. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a vote of no confidence. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading this stuff about work productivity and I was kind of thinking this was funny because so many people, especially after the pandemic, feel that a lot of time at work is wasted time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we've realized that we can do a lot of work from home and that a lot of times the office work is uh, kind of mindless. Right. A lot of times there is extra effort put into office gossip and wasted time and stuff like that. According to a new survey out of the workday. The percentage of time that we spend daydreaming at work is 37%. Oh my goodness. Almost. And it's actually more than one third of our time is spent just looking off and daydreaming at work. If you can't tell me, if you do not believe that we are wasting time in an office for eight or nine hours a day. Y'all, he is fired up. That's the proof right there. Uh, Yeah, you're right. There is so much wasted time Mm -hmm. in a workplace, and I don't care what your workplace is, unless you work in retail, and unless you're checking people, there is wasted time. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're checking people in retail, it's really all about about who's coming through and how many of them. Yeah. But anything else? Because I see it. Mm -hmm. We go places. We see people wasting time. We see it in our workplace. Now, they do talk about when people spend more time daydreaming. Let me give you the heads up. The times when we're most likely to be daydreaming are Friday afternoon, Monday morning. Those are the times. We're typically our most productive on Wednesday afternoons and Friday mornings, interestingly enough, with the idea we're trying to get things done so we can daydream later in the day on Friday. But 37% (laughs) of our time at work is spent daydreaming, which is crazy. I don't don't know if it's, and it's probably weird because my wife is awake right now, and I I hate to admit certain things when she can hear this. Oh, well, yeah. But there is one thing that I typically daydream about that I've never told her about. Brandon? Should I or no? No? I don't know. Don't disclose it. I mean, well, now I feel like you have to, but you better go get some flowers on the way home. I don't even know what you're going to say no, either. Here's the deal. Actually, maybe I do know. Sometimes I have daydreams about night things oh, no. in the middle of the afternoon. I'm having daydreams <laughs> about night things in the middle, middle of, of the afternoon. afternoon. Y'all, he could not and wait every to play that. Night, <laughs> you make my daydreams come true. <laughs> That's a good one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about Kelly and her second dose of the COVID <clears throat> vaccine yes. and the reaction so far. Plus, I have found a COVID playlist. 
We go through some of the songs if you're trying to amp yourself up because you're about to get the shot, or maybe you have uh, just got the shot and you're on your way home and you're ready to celebrate. Some good ones. It's good stuff there. Also, we go through and kind of reflect a little bit on 19 years at this radio group. and It was 19 years ago on this day that I debuted on our pop station down the hall doing mornings there. And for 19 years, I've woke up really early. And uh, man, it's been it's crazy to think Mm -hmm. it's been that long because I don't feel like I'm old enough for it to have been that long. Right. But I guess that's life and that's Mm -hmm. what happens. Uh, Thanks to a couple of people who have really said some really sweet stuff on social media. Uh, Amanda Carmen, who's been a supporter, and, and basically I think she's been there pretty much since the beginning, which has been 19 years. Uh, she po- she posted something really sweet that I was going to read on the radio, and then I'm like, there's no way I'll ever get through Yeah, that. and I couldn't have read it on the radio, yeah. and it's about you. It's really <laughs> sweet. So, uh, Debbie Colley, really sweet there as well. Mm-hmm. And I posted some of those photos from, uh, I guess it was 2002 when I started. So, anyway, that's up on my socials if you want to go and check it out. Shannon Sprinkle, shout out to you as well. I just saw that one. So uh, anyway, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook and on Instagram, Brandon on BBITM on Twitter. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? Tonight's schedule includes Walker, Station 19, Manifest, Legacies, Grey's Anatomy, Law and Order, SVU, Rebel, Law and Order, Organized Crime. And then tonight on James Corden, we have Kane Brown. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.